Welcome to the Mid Podcast, where we talk about random shit, geek stuff, and wrestling. You can find us on Twitter and YouTube at the Mid Podcast. Also, we are now on Spotify. Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> you can find us there at the Mid Podcast and leave us a five star rating. So, we're dropping a special podcast today. Catherine and Brendan are here to review Battle of the Belts, AEW special Saturday night presentation, Battle of the Belts, in Charlotte, North Carolina, our home state. Yep. So, overall thought of the whole Battle of the Belts? For an hour show, it was pretty interesting. The matches were very good. It was fun. Like, even the Dustin Rhodes-Sammy Guevara match was good. Which we'll get into detail. Yep. I agree. For an hour show, I thought it was overall good for what I would deem a free pay-per-view. A free purview. <laughs> a free purview. Yep. Tony, we got you a new name for that. It's a free purview. Yep. Don't say freak purview, but a free, free purview. purview. Yep. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our matches. So, the kick off the show, it was Dustin Rhodes. Who had to fill in for Cody, who got quarantined. Versus Sammy Guevara. Your man. Not at Sammy, all. Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. No. Sammy Guevara is not my man. So, thoughts about the match? My mouse. Oh, thought it was really good. I mean... Dustin Rhodes is like 50-some years old, and he's throwing power bombs on the side of the ring. Through tables? Through tables? I mean, he was tearing down the house. Yeah. The match did start slow. I'll say that. I was like, oh, well, this well, I think they were isn't... kind of filling each other out. And speaking of filling out, you know who I want to fill out? <sighs> Which I'll get to see him on TV Wednesday. Woo-woo! <laughs> Wardlow. <laughs> I know what all of y'all were thinking. <laughs> the Catherine fooled you. I think they were just filling each other out. And I thought once they got into like the lockup and stuff, it was really good. There yeah. was a few times I thought Dustin was going to pin him and win. And then it was going to set up a Rhodes Brothers confrontation. I which I would have. not have been upset to see. I'd rather have Dustin with the title anyways. What is all this hatred towards Sammy Guevara? I can't say why I hate him because I, I don't want to get a account suspended early on. You tell me off the air? Yeah. Does it have why? anything to do with his girlfriend? No, I told you the other day. Oh, yeah. Certain accusations. Okay, I got you. Or a certain thing he said. Yes, I got you now. So. But as a wrestler, taking that aside, as a wrestler, if you just rated him on his wrestling performance, what would you say? He's a very good wrestler. He's really damn good. To be that young. To be as young as he is. Like I said on Saturday, he has a punchable face. I can't stand him. (laughs) 
Okie dokie. <laughs> Enough of the semi Guevara love here. <laughs> Sammy, I love you, so don't worry about the co-host over here. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't kick him out of bed. I mean, he's no MJF. That's kind of a high standard, but wouldn't kick him out of bed. And evidently, Tay Conti ain't kicking him out of bed. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, so, out of five stars, what would you give the Dustin-Sammy match? 4.5. I'd probably give it a four. I think the beginning is what kind of killed the match. I could see that. Like, it picked up, and that was cool, but I also felt like it was a spotty match. Like, too many spots went on. Okay. Which, spots are cool, and high-flying stuff is cool, and people going through tables are cool, but did the match really need all of it to, like, be good? Because I think if you just give those two something, they would have been fine with it anyways. Mm-hmm. But you had those spots and, and sure, maybe it propelled the match from like a three and a half star match to a four and a half star match. Okay. But that's what I would give it. So what did you think about uh the point of the match where Sammy Guevara went up to Arn Anderson... And did his hand like a gun. Then Arn chases him like he's going to pull out a Glock and shoot this man. Arn's one bad mofo. He might be old, but I think he could still throw some punches. Yes. I also did think Sammy did something to his knee. Oh, I do think he, he probably tweaked it. I don't think he, like, did something serious, but yeah. I, I do think he tweaked it a little bit. But when we watched it live, I thought he did something to his knee bad. I I, I did agree with that. That's why I really did think that they were going to let Dustin win. Uh-huh. Which I had said Saturday that Sammy was probably going to win. But if he'd have hurt himself, then we would have gotten the Rose Brothers feud. Well, I think we went three for three on our predictions. We did. And our guests did, too. And we were kind of rooting for the underdog in the women's match. But <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't upset. No, not at all. So, overall, the kickoff battle of the belts. Good match. Good match. Yeah. yeah. So next, Ricky Starks versus Matt Seidel for the FTW Championship. Your thoughts first. I love me some Ricky Starks. Thank you, Ricky, for helping my man out and saving his diamond ring thing. So, yes. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> good match. It was announced on Friday that the, we would be having this match. So there was really no time to prepare. Um, I think Ricky Starks is an up-and-coming good wrestler. Yeah. I could see him holding the TNT Championship. I may even one day could see him holding the AEW Championship. That's a fair opinion. He's very good in the ring. Mm-hmm. 
And that was, like, one of my first times seeing him actually wrestle. I've seen a couple of his uh, matches. He's He got injured, and then he's come back from an injury. And I've seen a, a couple of his matches he's done on Dark. They've been very good. Like, him and Matt Seidel, if it wasn't for the Riho Baker match, I think that would have been the match of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was an overall mat- a good match. <clears throat> it did kind of feel like it was a filler match. But it was a good filler match. Yeah. If you can keep me entertained, then it's a good match. It's like, oh, well, we're going to throw out Powerhouse Hobbs versus Fuego Del Sol. Well, you know, uh, Fuego was under the, the ring in that Sammy Guevara match. Yeah, he's the one that brung out the table. The fool was tweeting live under the ring. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I thought the Ricky Starks match was good. I, I'd give it a four out of five. I can't agree with that. But I could even see Matt Seidel being a TNT champion. I could see that. But I think he's there to, like, help the younger guys. Well, I mean, they got a lot of people on the roster that do that. Yeah, but he's a veteran, and it's like, okay, well, he's a high flyer. He can help Dante Martin, Sammy Guevara, but they also have a lot of young high flyers. Yeah. So, I like Matt Seidel. I don't really have a take on Matt Seidel. I've seen him wrestle twice. I mean, he's a good wrestler. I need to look something. I mean, he's up. not he's not as good as a uh, Brian Danielson or uh, Kenny Omega, but he's he's a good wrestler. Mm. So what else we got going? Hold on. Well, if you give me something hot to hold on to, I will. Do you know who Matt Seidel was in WWE? I do not. Evan Bourne. I think you told me that. I think I did. Yeah, he was definitely a high flyer because when he was Evan Bourne, he was a high flyer. I even liked him when he was Evan Bourne. Yep. Evan Bourne was one of my favorites. Yep. That got ruined by the shitty promotion. Okie dokie then. So what we got next? Your main event. For the AEW Women's Championship, Riho, and all 70 pounds of Riho. Soaking wet. Versus Britt Baker, DMD. I like my DMD. You know why I like Britt Baker? Because she's from Pittsburgh. Amen, and she's a Steeler fan. Britsburgh. Britsburgh, yes. <laughs> Going into this match, Riho... As always, beat Brit. Mm-hmm. So the odds were kind of against Riho that she was going to lose. Yeah. <clears throat> I um thought for a women's match, it was very good. Again, another good women's match for AEW. 
that held my attention. Because, like I said, most women's matches don't. But AEW's been, been holding my attention with all their women matches. And Even the ones that they put on, like, Dark. Yeah. And Elevation. I'm like, dang, I'll sit here and watch this and be like, I really need to go to the bathroom, though. <laughs> but, like, what we said Saturday, yes, their women's division isn't as deep as it can be. But those women love to wrestle. They like working for Tony Khan. And it shows. And that's what leads to good matches and a good product. Especially for the women. And I also think with them creating that new women's belt, the TBS Championship, I think they can push like their mid-card women yeah. to go after that. And then their big-name women to go after the AEW women's title. Yeah. Instead of all of them are trying to go after this one title, and then you've got 16 women going after one title. Yeah. And the field gets full. Mm-hmm. So I kind of can see maybe why they did that. And hopefully with this new title, it can bring in some new women, too. Yeah. Well, the con said he, he had some big announcements for 2022. So maybe he's going to improve his women's division. Oh, Sasha Banks gets cut by the WWE? Well, she's Uh-oh. injured. I don't want her. I want her out of WWE. Because yeah. I like her. Yeah. So, anyways. So, we have Jamie Hayter and Rebel on the outside. I was waiting for Hayter to turn on Baker. It's coming. I don't know when. But I, I, I feel it's kind of like the Wardlow MJF thing. Like, they're building it up. And they're building it up. And one day, Hater's just going to pop her in her damn teeth and she's going to have to fix her own teeth. <laughs> Hater's <laughs> just going to lose it one day? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing that match. Baker versus Hater. I think Hater's going to take it out on Rebel first. Like She'll beat the shit out of Rebel. Yeah. And then she, and she'll tell Britt, I'm coming after you next. Hmm. Because Rebel has been kissing Britt's ass from get-go. Yeah. And it seems kind of like Rebel and Hater are fighting for Brit's attention. Mm-hmm. But they're also kind of playing, you know, Hater is like doing things to cause Brit magic. And vice versa. I thought she almost she I thought Riho had that match won. I did too. There were several times I thought Rio had that match won. Mm-hmm. For a woman's match, I would probably give it a 5 out of 5. Yeah. It's a 5 star match. I mean, our opinion doesn't matter. Because we don't work inside our wrestling business. That's true. Yet. And plus, we might be labeled AEW biased. Oh, I'm 100% AEW biased. I ain't gonna lie about that shit. Yeah, me too. Um, But... What else went on? That was it. Mm-hmm. That was it. Overall thoughts on the show? Oh, another good product put on by AEW. Really good product. Out of 10, what would you rate it? Mm, probably a 9.5. I 
I mean, I've, I've heard people bitch about, well, it was only an hour. It, it could have gone two. It could, yeah, it could have. But I don't think people realize when you work in television, they give you a time slot. You've got to fit your shit in between the, this time. And like when you football, for example, football went into overtime yesterday. I'm watching the Steelers game. They, mm-hmm. come, they come on TV and tell me, because of contractual obligations, we are going to cut from the Steelers game and show you the Panthers game because I live in North Carolina. Well, I don't give a rat's ass about the Panthers. They suck ass. <laughs> but I care about my Steelers even when they suck ass. So, luckily, I have direct TV and have the NFL package, so I just flipped it over. Yeah. But I have friends that are Steelers fans that live in North Carolina. They were fucked. I was like, okay, so now i got to watch the crappy Panthers. My game is in overtime. Um, it's kind of vital to see who wins because it does kind of mean a playoff spot in football. But because of a contractual agreement, they had to change it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's what fans realize when it comes to TV time. Well, we'll get into the NFL stuff later on today. Okay. Because I think we talked about everything that has to do with Battle of the Belts. Yes, another good production by the con and AEW. Very good. <clears throat> Give it eight out of ten. And they they will do one every quarter. They they have a contract with TNT. They have to do one every quarter. That's good. So they'll do some. I don't know if it'll be like Battle of the Belts, everything. No. But they'll create different content for each quarter to do that with on a Saturday night when you ain't got nothing to do and it's cold. I'll be sitting hell watching some AEW. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. Nope. So, and, and AEW's coming to Raleigh Wednesday. Cause sell the Xbox. I am not selling my Xbox. Cause sell the Xbox in your room. I ain't selling the Xbox in my room. Okay, I tried. Why would I want to sell the Xbox in my room? I don't know. To get AEW tickets. Yeah. I told you, I would have sold everything that I own. In my house, if I was going to get a CM Punk MJF match Wednesday night in Raleigh, <laughs> that would have been the only way. <clears throat> but I will be happy sitting at home on my spot on the couch with my glass of wine watching Wardlow kick C- CM Punk's ass. <laughs> um, but. Can't wait th- for the next one. Can't wait till Wednesday. Yeah, can't wait to Wednesday. Can't wait to next quarter to see what they're going to do. For the free for view. Yep. So, I think that's it. Got to go do something else now. There's something I'd like to do. His name's MJF. I, I, so, thank you guys for listening to this special podcast. Yes, thank you all of our listeners. We love y'all. Y'all the best. Very. And as we say on the podcast, we are mid out. Adios, internet.